gambling has been legalized in many, many states. So if anything, I consider myself a visionary who saw this day coming, and I would encourage you, if you are listening right now, keep the phone nearby, keep an AirPod in. Maybe if you even want to put me on a Bluetooth speaker where you're watching. It's This show is basically going to be a dude watching the Super Bowl while tracking his prop bets and mixing in thoughts on other things going around, going on around the sporting world uh, throughout the show as well. If you do want to get in on the show, you can. 855-212-4227. I'll be happy to take phone calls during the show, particularly at halftime when it's time to figure out what to do in the second half with some of these wagers. This is the most wagered on event that you will find in the known universe. So let's gamble together, people, on the Super Bowl. It is the fourth annual, we'll just call it the Gamble Cast on CBS Sports Radio for Super Bowl 54. Um, so off of the top, we're going to have kickoff here probably about the bottom of the hour. we got a national anthem coming up. I wanted to make sure that we got our gambling expert in early. So let's go to the hotline right now. Pregame.com's Steve Fezzik, one of the top handicappers in the world, two-time Super Contest winner, joining me to get some last-minute advice in, some last-minute uh, uh, just uh, overview on what's going on in the gambling verse. Fez, great to have you. As always, What what's the latest? Are there? This game seems to have... Hovered around Kansas City minus one all week long. The total hasn't fluctuated very much. Anything last minute going on here? Anything to read into the any moves that have been made during the week? Oh, tons of things that are going on last minute. Money on the under. The total's down to 53 in most spots. There's even a 52 and a half, which is interesting because the weather is perfect, Sean. Nothing on the side. It's still Basically, one and a half across the board. There are some ones. There are some twos showing different books taking different action. As far as player personnel, running back LaShawn McCoy is a healthy scratch today. Now, I know what you're saying, Fez. What do I care about LaShawn McCoy? He barely plays anyways. Well, there's a prop. How many Kansas City Chiefs are going to have a rush today? I love under four and a half Chiefs to run the ball. They only have two active running backs on the roster. And no lock that Thompson, their number two running back, even gets a carry. Interesting. That obviously factors in Mahomes scrambling a little bit. Maybe a Tyreek Hill end around, but four and a half does seem a little high. We'll get into some of your favorite prop bets here in just a second, Fez. Fez, I'm curious, that total, boy, when that thing was up in 54-55 range, felt really, really high to me, especially considering one of the two best defenses in the league is involved in this game. If these two teams were playing during the regular season, what do you think the total would be on this game? Because Super Bowl, Super Bowl totals tend to get inflated a little bit. Exactly right. I think it would be 50, 49, somewhere in that range. And frankly, Super Bowls are higher scoring, and a big part of it is how often do we see a long halftime show and these teams come back from halftime and all heck breaks loose in the third quarter? Steve Fezzik, pregame.com, joining me. Fez, what kind of game do you expect today? We saw... We, we saw the, the NFC title game. We saw the, the Niners win that game with Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo attempting eight passes. Is that something that the recency of that, is that affecting any of the numbers on the prop bets or the way you kind of view this game sort of playing out stylistically? Yes. So when I make prop bets, the first thing I do is try to forecast how the game's going to start. I find that a lot easier than forecasting how it's going to end because there's so many unknowns. And I think it would be a leap of faith to think other than San Francisco's going to run the ball. Let's face it, when they just pounded the ball against Green Bay, they said, we're going to keep running it till Green Bay can stop it, and Green Bay never could stop it. And with Kansas City having the reputation somewhat deserved to struggle to stop the run, you have to feel that San Francisco's going to come out running. So one of my favorite props was Jimmy G have more passing yards in the second half 
versus the first half because I don't think Jimmy G is going to get very many passing yards in the first half. How good do you think this defense, this Kansas City defense is, Fez? I know statistically it was better the second half of the season, but obviously the, the caliber of competition wasn't that great. And the caliber of competition even in the postseason for Kansas City has basically been two home games against, against a couple of AFC South teams. I do have it as a top 10 defense. The reason being is that Steve Spagnola came in, new defensive coordinator, and that KC defense really struggled early in the year, similar to how they were last year. However, there was market improvement each and every week, and I really think the run defense, which has always been bad the last two years, it was above league average since the bye week. And stopping Derrick Henry, I know Derrick Henry was a little fatigued going into that game, but holding him to under four yards per carry, that was impressive. And Derrick Henry did not have one carry of more than 13 yards. I've got Kansas City borderline top 10 defense at number eight. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com, one of the top handicappers in the world, joining me uh, before kickoff here to get you some last-minute Super Bowl information. Fez, where do these two head coaches stack up in your head coach power rankings, and how does that matchup factor into your handicap? Yeah, Andy Reid is my number two head coach, and I think the world of him, the fact he hasn't won a Super Bowl really doesn't concern me. Shanahan, I have my number seven head coach. So advantage coaching, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is 24-6 and six straight up. 20 and 10 against the spread when he has an extra week to prepare. Yeah, that's that was my next question, Fez. Does the bye week favor one coach or the other? It sounds like it favors Andy Reid, in your opinion. I think so, and let's face it, that Kansas City offense, they have so much speed, and the different looks they give you, the motions they give you with an extra week, I do think it's very difficult to stop. Steve Fezzik joining me on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Fez, what about some of the what about some of the prop bets that you like here? Both game prop bets and maybe some prop bets. I know you've got angles and information on things that have nothing to do with the game on the field as well, I would imagine, in your prop bet portfolio. Yeah, let me let me start with the coin toss because <laughs> there's just been a movement on Kansas City to receive the ball. And this shocks me because both these coaches defer. And I see Kansas City is favored to get the ball to start the game. A minus one thirty favorite, take back a dollar ten. And this shocks me, Big Sean, because the word is out that all the coaches in the NFL defer when they win the coin toss. So the fact that KC is favored to get the ball, this rumor that's circulating, I don't believe it, but money is coming in on Kansas City to get the ball first. Oh, Fez, I saw it's funny you say that. I saw a prop bet before the show when I was kind of going running through a last minute run through things that the team that wins the toss taking the ball was nearly plus it was nearly 4 to 1 it was plus 375 and i thought well if, if one team's going to do it it's going to be Kansas City can you make a case strategically that taking the ball is the right thing to do for Kansas City no because the the genius Belichick who is the best coach in the NFL about i don't know if it was 15 years ago he he started always deferring and wow. it the NFL is a copycat league but the other coaches it took them forever to figure out hey you know what it's an advantage to get the ball in the third quarter versus the first quarter without going into all the details. The number one reason is the defense is a little more tired in the third quarter. So possessions are a little more valuable in the second half. Hard for me to believe that Andy Reid, having made the Super Bowl, is suddenly going to change his strategy that he's employed the last three years. Interesting. Any other props you want to drop in there, Fez? Let's talk national anthem. This is fascinating. I need your help, Sean. Okay. Over under. And it opened 123 seconds. Please don't ask me any songs that the singer has sung. I don't know. Uh, it's dro it dropped to 114 seconds midweek. So a huge immediate move. Wise wow. guys betting under. I assume that's from uh, having an insider at one of the rehearsals. 
Since then, it's reversed and it's gone up to 119 seconds is the current over-under on the anthem. So huge steam money on the under and since money trickling back in on the over. My, my favorite part of that, Fez, is how Demi Lovato to you may as well just be some lounge singer at a, at a bar uh, you know, in the warehouse district in some city. It's Demi Lovato, Fez. She's very famous. She could walk past me and I would not recognize her. <laughs> you would look at her, though, Fez. I promise you that if she walked past you. Um, anything else you want to drop in there prop bet-wise, Fez? Gatorade. So Gatorade <laughs> was the – purple was the biggest underdog in terms of what color the Gatorade's going to be. It was 13-1 to 1 on Monday this week. By midweek, Gatorade was Pick'em, and it remains Pick'em. It's the favorite – I'm sorry – not Gatorade, purple Gatorade. Purple, yeah. And the theory is that tribute to Kobe used the purple Gatorade. I don't know if this is true, but more often than not, when things are predetermined and, and the like, I would imagine at least one of these two sidelines has purple Gatorade. Oh, I would imagine. Also, because it's delicious. I love purple Gatorade, that grape flavor. It's, it's, that's awfully nice. All right, Fez, the big question, um, what direction are you going on the game uh, tonight? You know, I'm paid to pick winners, and I should have an extremely strong opinion on the Super Bowl, and I just don't have one. I mean, I bet 45 props. I made a modest bet on Kansas City. The reason being is that since November, I've spoken about Kansas City's undervalued. Why? That offense is a complete juggernaut, but Mahomes had ankle injuries earlier on in the year, and that's why they lost to Houston. That's why they lost to Indianapolis. And then, obviously, he was out with the kneecap issue. issue. So Matt Moore had to play three games. So the Kansas City offense is undervalued, and the Kansas City defense is undervalued because they've improved under Spagnola. However, you can't go wrong betting the better defense and the better line play in the Super Bowl, and that would put you on San Francisco. So just a lean. My power ratings say Kansas City should be minus 2.5. Lean Kansas City. Oh, there you go. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com. Fez, you're paid to give out winners, but you're also paid to stay away from losers. So if you don't feel something on something, just don't give it out for the sake of it. You know that better than anybody, right? Absolutely. And people have asked me about the total, Sean, and I've said, you know what? First half under, there's been a movement on this. It's dropped from 27 to 26, mm. and second half over 27. And frankly, I bet this on every Super Bowl. Super Bowls, coaches and teams tend to be too conservative to start the game. Because of that, you oftentimes see a slow start. In fact, the last 19 Super half has outscored the first half to the tune of over seven points. And if you bet second half to outscore first half, you're 14-4-1 since the year 2000. Steve Fezzik, he joins me each and every week to talk handicapping. Fez, looking forward to doing the, uh, the follow-up with you on this next week. Enjoy the game and good luck. Thank you so much. Take All care, right. Sean. You too, Fez. Thanks. Steve Fezzik joining me on the show. All right. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 